Hello everyone. I greet you in Jesus mighty name. I'm Pastor Charles Mayaka. I welcome you for this live broadcast. Uh, we are going to receive the teachings. We believe that you are going to be blessed. Most welcome. Hallelujah. Let's go to Psalms 23. And I want us to read it all of us together. This book was written by one of the shepherds. King David was a great shepherd. And as he was writing this book, he took himself as the sheep. And Jesus Christ as the shepherd. So when verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. He is the sheep. King David is the sheep. And Jesus Christ is the shepherd. And as we know David as a good shepherd, before he was anointed the king, he took good care of his father's flock. And more than once he sacrificed his life for the sake of his father's flock. Amen. Amen. So I just want us to look at this verse 1. When the Bible says he is my shepherd, I want us to get encouragement from this kind of writing from King David. So the analogy of Christ as shepherd and his chosen one as sheep is reinforced in several scriptures in the Bible. It is not just in this Psalms 23. If we read John 10, we'll get it. If we get, I want you to write this as you can read them later. You can read John 10. John 21. 15 to 21. Let's read Hebrews 20. What it says. My Bible says this. Now may the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead, and the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will, and may he work in us what is pleasing to him through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. Basi mungu wa amani aliemleta tena kutoka kwa wafu mchungaji mkuu wa kondoo kwa damu ya agano la mirele yeye bwana yesu bwana wetu yesu awafanye, awafanye nini kuwa wakamilifu 
katika kila tendo jema mpate kufanya mapenzi yake naye akifanya ndani yetu lipendezalo mbele zake kwa Yesu Kristo utukufu una yeye milele na milele amina so this scripture illustrates that Jesus Christ is the great shepherd kwa hivyo kwa hivyo hiki kibungu kinamaanisha ya kwamba Yesu Kristo ni mchungaji mkuu and Jesus Christ is the lamb na Yesu Kristo ni mwanakondoo we know that Jesus Christ is the lamb of God tunajua kwamba Yesu Kristo ni mwanakondoo wa Mungu and he is the, sh- the shepherd of the sheep naye ni mchungaji wa kondoo whereby we are the sheep ambapo sisi ndio kondoo the sheep provides kwamba kondoo hupeana every conducive environment kila aina yote ya masingira for the growth kwa ajili ya ukuaji for the multiplication of the flock kwa ajili ya uongezaji ya kundi the the the, the, the shepherd na mchungaji protects yeye hulinda the sheep from any attack kondoo kutokana na uvamizi wowote he puts his life first yeye huweka maisha yake mbele that is in front of in terms of protection hiyo ni kumaanisha katika hali ya kulinda when the enemy comes wakati adui anakuja he goes he sticks between the enemy and the flock yeye hukaa na kusimama kati ya adui na kondoo so the enemy will have to attack him first before and when i say that he gives a conducive environment for the multiplication it is biblical i want us to see what is there in genesis 30:37 niki biblia tunataka tuone kile kilicho katika mwanzo 30:37 a long one so i'll just pick a few ni mrefu kwa hivyo nitakuwa nikiguzia tu This was the life of Jacob and Laban. Haya yalikuwa ni maisha ya Yakobo na Laban. And Laban was the uncle of Jacob. Naye Laban alikuwa mjombaye Yakobo. Jacob was the shepherd of Laban's sheep. Na Yakobo alikuwa mchungaji wa kondoo za Laban. And the Bible tells us in in uh, chapter 30 verse 29 na biblia inatuambia katika mlango wa 30:29 that under the care of jacob na kwamba chini ya ulinzi wa yakobo laban's wealth or laban's flock increased ya kwamba kondoo ama mali ya labani yaliongezeka it increased greatly iliongezeka katika njia ya ukuu And now when Laban asked Jacob what he would want. Na kwa hivyo wakati Laban alimuuliza Yakobo kile ambacho angetaka. Because he wanted to bless Jacob. Kwa sababu alitaka kumbariki Yakobo. Jacob chose a different way than he expected. Yakobo alichakua njia tofauti kuliko ile alikuwa ametarajia. Being a shepherd, akiwa mchungaji, he knew what would make his sheep grow faster fatter and stronger alijua kile kingefanya kondoo wake wakue haraka na wakue wenye nguvu na waongezeke zaidi and he knew what he would do na alijua kile ambacho angefanya for him to get a specific kind of sheep ili apate aina fulani ya kondoo and when we read 37 na unaposoma 37 it says this yasema hivi Jacob however took fresh cut branches from poplar 
almond and plane trees and made white stripes on them by peeling the bark and exposing the white inner wood of the branches. Yakobo akatoa vito za musudna mbichi na mlozi na mwaromoni akazibambua maganda mistari nyeupe ionekane ndani ya hizo vito. Then he placed the peeled branches in all watering troughs so that they would be directly in front of the flock when they came to drink. Akazimamisha fito hizo alizo zibambua katika mabirika ya kunyuesha maji pale walipokuja wanyama wanywe. When the flocks were in heat and came to drink, they mated in front of the branches and they bore young, young that were strict and sparkled or spotted. Wakachukua mimba walipokuja kunywa. Wanyama wakapata mimba mbele ya hizo fito wakazaa wanyama walio na milia na madoa doa na na marakaraka. 41 Whenever the stronger female were in heat Jacob would place the branches in the troughs in front of the animals so that they would mate near the branches but if the animals were weak he would not place them there so the weak animal went to Laban and the strong ones to Jacob in this way the man grew exceedingly prosperous and came to own large flocks and female and female and male servants and camel and donkeys ikawa kila walipopata mimba wanyama wenye nguvu yakobo akaziweka zile fito mbele ya macho ya hao wanyama katika mabirika ili kwamba wachukue mimba kati ya zile vito lakini wanyama walipodhofika hakuziweka zile vito basi wale dhaifu walikuwa walabani na wenye nguvu walikuwa wa yakobo Kwa hiyo mtu huyo akazidi muno akawa na wanyama wengi na vichakazi na watumwa na ngamia na punda. Amen. Amen. So we can see what Jacob did. Kwa hivyo unaweza ona yale Yakobo alifanya. For his flocks to multiply. Kwa ajili ya kundi lake likaweze kuongezeka. And they didn't just multiply. Na hazikuongezeka tu. He had a specific trait of offspring that he wanted. Alikuwa na tabia fulani ama kiwango fulani cha ya wanyama ambaye alikuwa anataka. And he made sure it happened. Na alihakikisha kwamba imetendeka. That is the shepherd. Huyo ni mchungaji. You just don't want to see your flock grow. Hautaki tu kuona kondoo wako wakikua. But there are particular traits you do want to see in your flock. Kuna tabia fulani ama njia fulani ungetaka kundi lako likue. As UCM will say we are the flock here. Kama UCM tunasema sisi ni kondoo hapa. And there are teachings that we get from this place. Na kuna mafundisho ambayo sisi hupata mahali hapa. That makes makes us different from others. Ambao hutufanya sisi tofauti kutoka kwa wengine. There are biblical based teachings. Haya ni mafundisho ambayo kimsingi yani kwa msingi kutoka kwa Biblia. And there are no teachings that you can just get anywhere. Na sio mafundisho ambayo unaweza pata tu mahali pengine popote. You are under the right shepherd. Uko ka chini ya uh, mchungaji aliye bora. And I don't want to 
Be proud about the servants of God that are here. Nastaki kujivunia ama kuweza kujivunia wajungaji ambao watumishi wa Mungu ambao wako hapa. I want to be proud of the presence of God in this place. Nataka kujivunia uwepo wa Mungu mahali hapa. Who keeps on showering his spirits upon the servants? Ambaye huendelea kuonyeshea roho wake juu ya watumishi wake. Because the servants cannot give you what they don't have. Sababu watumishi hawawezi kupatia kile ambacho hawana. They only give you what they've already tapped from their father. Because all of us we depend on the influence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Just as the sheep are helpless without the shepherd. As human beings we are also helpless without the the work of the holy spirit in us sisi pia kama wanadamu hatuna msaada wote bila msaada wa roho mtakatifu we are guided and led by the holy spirit tunaongozwa na kuendelezwa na roho mtakatifu amen amen make him your shepherd today mfanye awe mchungaji wako leo he will provide atapeana he will protect atakulinda he will enhance growth in you. Atasababisha ukuaji ndani mwako. You will not remain the same. Hautabaki vile vile. No matter which hardship you are experiencing or you are in. Haijailishi unapitia hali gani ambayo uko ndani mwake. Lord is there between your difficulty. Bwana yuko pale kati yako na ule ugumu. He is interceding for you. Yeye anafanya uombezi kwa ajili yako. He cannot leave you alone. Hawezi kukuacha peke yako. And he will never leave you alone. Na hata wewe kukuacha peke yako. Amen. Amen. Let us see what part B what we can learn from part B of this verse. Wacha tuone kile tunaweza jifunza kutoka sehemu ya ba katika kifungu hiki. We are still in Psalms 23. Bado tuko katika Saburi 23. We were just talking of parts parts A of verse 1. Tulikuwa tu tunaongelea sehemu ya ba ya aya ya kwanza. So part B says my bible says I lack nothing. Kwa hivyo Biblia yangu inasema katika sehemu ya ba ya kwamba so when the bible says i am i shall not want i shall never lack anything what is this thing that you shall never lack the bible says want where well, i believe we know the difference between a want and a need tofauti ya itaji na kile unachotaka When we talk of need is a basic thing Unapoongelea kuhusu itaji ni kitu cha msingi ambacho lazima uwe nacho So the Lord shall take care of your needs Kwa hivyo Mungu atashughulikia mahitaji yako The purpose of this scripture Kusudi ya maandiko haya illustrates that God takes care of our basics. Inaonyesha kwamba Mungu hushughulikia mahitaji yetu ya kimsingi. And for the purpose of this teaching just here now as we stand. Na kwa sababu ya mafundisho haya sikia tu hapa hivi sasa. I would just want to talk about two basic things. Ningetaka tu kuongelea kuhusu mahitaji mawili ya kimsingi. I know there are other basics. Najua kuna mengine. But for now I just want to speak about two. Lakini kwa sasa hivi ningetaka tuongelea kuhusu mawili. And God is very generous with these two basics. Na Mungu ni wa huruma sana kuhusu haya mahitaji mawili. 
He gives all of us these basics. They are free. We get them free from the Lord. Without paying anything. The first one is time. God gives us all equal time. Mungu hutupatia sisi wote wakati uliosawasawa ama kutoshana. Every day kila siku we have equal time. Tuko na wakati unaotoshana. Whether you are working, whether you are on the street, whether you are a farmer, whether you are an IT specialist, whether you are a doctor. Wewe unafanya kazi barabarani katika vijijini uwe katika katika hali ya IT mambo yote tu lakini wakati unatoshana you live in urban you live in rural you are poor you are rich you have the same time unaishi mjini unaishi mashambani wewe ni tajiri wewe ni maskini uko na wakati ule unaotoshana everybody you now you, it depends on how you use your time so, inategemea jinsi unavyotumia wakati wako it is a matter of choice. The choices that you make in life. That would make a difference in your life. Which choices do you make? How do you use that time? The next one that I want us to see is one of the needs that is met by Christ free of charge. Free breath. I can say it is life. Waking up in the morning, no one wakes up by his strength. Let us see what verse 2 says. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. Katika malisho ya majani mabiji hunilaza, kando ya maji ya utulivu huniongoza. Hunifanya mimi lie down lala chini in green pastures katika majani mabiji he does not force me to lie down hey hanilazimishi mimi kulala chini he makes me yeye hunisababisha mimi so there are things that he does to me kwa hivyo kuna vitu ambavyo unifanyia mimi I speaking now like David. David was feeling good. Daudi alikuwa anaizi vizuri. And when I read his word I feel the same. When my Bible tells me he makes me lie down in green pastures. I want to believe it's a very sweet moment. When the Lord makes you to lie down in this altar. 
Wakati Mungu anakusababisha ulale chini katika madhibao yake. Not because someone has told you to come and lie. Sio kwa sababu mtu amekuambia ukuje ulale chini. But when the Lord makes you to move from that seat. Lakini wakati Mungu anakusababisha utoka katika hicho kiti. And come and lie here. Uje na ulale hapa. Whether you will be interceding Pengine uwe utakuwa unafanya uombezi. Whether you will just be lying there. Ama pengine utakuwa tu kilala pale ukitafakari. He himself will know what he will be doing in your life when you are here. Yeye mwenyewe atajua kila ambacho atakuwa anafanya katika maisha yako wakati huo. And when the Lord lies you down. Na wakati Mungu anakusababisha ulale chini. He remains standing. Yeye anabaki amesimama. You are never worried. Hauna wasiwasi yote. Of what will become of you? Kwa kile ambacho kitafanyika kwako. Because he is keeping watch over you. Kwa sababu yeye amesimama anakuangalia. So when you lie before the Lord. Kwa hivyo unapolala chini mbele za Bwana. When the ship goes down. Wakati kondoo anaenda chini. There are times that the ship has been walked you have eaten and they've taken water. Kuna wakati ambao kondoo wametembea, wamekula, wamekunywa maji. It's not time yet to go home. Sasa wakati wa kwenda nyumbani bado hujafika. And the sheep just goes somewhere under the tree and they lie down in groups. Na kondoo wanaenda tu mahali katika vikundi, wanalala chini ya mti. So when the, my Bible tells me that he makes me lie down in green pastures. Kwa hivyo Biblia yangu inapoiniambia kwamba katika malisho ya majani mabiji hunilaza. What is this green pastures? Sasa haya majani mabiji ni nini? What is this green pastures? Haya majani mabiji ni nini? Green is very peaceful. Kijani kibiji ni kitu amani. There is peace. Maka, kuna amani. You will just be at peace. Utakuwa tu na amani. He will comfort you in the Atakusababisha uwe na utulivu. In this 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 green pastures. Katika haya majani mabiji there is abundance. Kuna utele. So in the presence of God. Kwa hivyo katika uwepo wa Mungu. There is that abundance. Kuna huo utele. When we just rest in his arms. Wakati unatulia tu mikononi mwake. There is abundance of mercy. Kuna utele wa rehema. Abundance of grace. Kuna utele wa neema. Abundance of love. Kuna utele wa upendo. Abundance of comfort. Kuna utele wa kutulia. Abundance of peace utele wa amani abundance of forgiveness una utele wa msamaha sweet and full of freshness tamu na ilio ya kupendesha this green pastures is the gospel of jesus christ haya majani mabiji ni injili ya yesu kristo the word of god that is new in us every day neno la mungu ambalo ni mpya ndani mwetu kila siku this scripture that we get this green pasture it is the freshness of the word of god in us every day and that's why we come even to church on sunday to renew our strength to refresh ourselves to feel good at his presence just as he does as the shepherd does with the sheep the shepherd carries some of the small the, the young lambs in the, his arms 
when they are going long distances wakati wanaenda mwendo mrefu and they can't walk for long na hao hawawezi tembea kwa mwendo mrefu he carries in the shoulder yeye huabeba mabegani in the arms mikononi some they feed them wengine hata inabidi awalishe as a christian kama mkristo are you that kind of flock that Christ have really gone out for out of his life to save je wewe ni aina ya mkristo ambaye Yesu ameenda hata nje ya njia zake ili tukuokoa wewe do you see that in your life je wewe huona kitu kama hicho katika maisha yako do you appreciate what Christ have done for your sake? Wewe hufurahia kile ambacho Kristo amefanya kwa ajili yako? He put himself he surrendered his own life on the cross. Alisalimisha maisha yake yote msalabani. For us. Kwa ajili yetu. Not for some. Sio kwa wengine tu. He did it for all of us. Alifanya hivyo kwa ajili yetu sisi wote. Therefore no one is supposed to remain. Kwa hivyo hakuna yeyote anayepaswa kubaki and washed by his blood. Bila kuoshwa kwa damu. His blood is sufficient. Damu yake inatosha. Sufficient for all of us. Inatosha kwa ajili yetu sisi wote. Just like the oxygen is sufficient in this place for us. Vile tu hewa safi inatosha kwa ajili yetu mahali hapa. Do we appreciate him? Je, sisi umefurahia? Part B says he leads me beside quiet waters. Sehemu ya pili ya aya ya pili inasema Huniuisha kando ya kando ya maji ya utulivu huniongoza Just as uses of water is many Ya kwamba vile tu eh, kazi za maji ni nyingi The work of the Holy Spirit is also many Kazi pia ya Roho Mtakatifu pia ni nyingi The, the quiet waters here Ya kwamba maji matulivu hapa to meet the Holy Spirit Kwangu ni Roho Mtakatifu. The Holy Spirit that gives us peace of mind. Roho Mtakatifu ambaye hutupa sisi amani katika akili zetu. The Bible tells me he leads me beside quiet waters. Biblia inaniambia kwamba huniongoza kando ya maji matulivu. Beside still waters. Kando ya maji matulivu. He leads me. Yeye huniongoza. In these still waters that is where there is life. Hapo maji matulivu hapo ndipo kuna uzima. That is where there is food. Hapo ndipo kuna chakula. Food for the soul. Maji kwa ajili ya chakula kwa ajili ya nafsi. Where do you refresh yourself? Wewe huisha hujiuisha wapi? Where do you find your quiet moment? Wewe upata wapi nyakati zako za utulivu? Being led by the Holy Spirit. Ukiwa unaongozwa na Roho Mtakatifu. Not you yourself alone. Sio wewe tu peke yako mwenyewe. But being led by the Holy Spirit. Lakini ukiongozwa na Roho Mtakatifu. Where and how do you refresh your soul? Ni wapi na vipi wewe huuisha nafsi yako? It is beside these quiet waters. Ni kando ya haya maji matulivu that you can find that. Ambayo unaweza pata mambo kama hayo. Our God leads us beside still waters. Mungu wetu hutuongoza sisi kando ya maji matulivu as we cannot go alone. Kwa sababu sisi hatuwezi enda peke yetu. We can't go on ourselves. Hatuendi hatuwezi enda peke yetu. We need his guidance. Tunahitaji muongozo wake. He leadeth me. Yeye huniongoza. 
he does not drive me there. Yeye hanipeleki kule. Moses drives us by the laws. Musa hutuongoza sisi kupitia sheria ama amri. But Jesus leads us by his example. Lakini Yesu hutuongoza sisi kupitia mifano yake. He lives like a shepherd. Yeye huongoza kama mchungaji. While at the same time before his father he was the lamb. Ile hali kwa wakati ule mbele ya baba yake alikuwa ni mwanakondoo. So we need to be still. Kwa hivyo tunapaswa Kwa hivyo tunapaswa kuwa watulivu katika uwepo wake. When the word the Bible tells me Wakati to be still. Kuwa mtulivu. Beside the quarters Quiet waters we need to be still. Kando ya maji matulivu tunapaswa kuwa watulivu. And severally the Bible has talked about being still. Na Biblia mara nyingi imeongelea kuhusu kuwa watulivu. When you are supposed to be still you it is not you doing anything again. It is now the Lord. Wakati unapaswa kuwa mtulivu sio wewe ukifanya chochote sasa. Sasa ni Roho Mtakatifu. Amen. Amen. If we look at Psalms 46:10 Napoangalia Saburi 46:10 Let's see what the word says. Waje tuone neno linasema nini. He says Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations and I will be exalted in the earth. It is now the Lord that is taking the battle. When you rest at his feet, it is no longer you but him that does it for his own glory. Let someone read for us Exodus 14:14. Waje mmoja wetu atusomee kutoka 14:14. As we finish. Tunapomalizia. And someone to look for Psalms 37:7. Na mwingine atafute Saburi 37:7. Bwana atawapigania Nini nanyi mtanyamaza kimia. Amen, amen amen. So it is no longer you but the Lord. Kwa hivyo sio wewe tena lakini ni Bwana. That is if you be still at his feet. Hiyo unapotulia chini ya miguu yake. If you have confidence in him. Kama unao ujaziri ndani mwake. It took David to to develop confidence in Christ. Ilimchukua Daudi kuwa na ujasiri katika Kristo for him to say these words. Ili aseme maneno haya. Psalms 37:7. Saburi 37:7. My Bible says, "Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him." Biblia yangu inasema, "Ukae kimya mbele za Bwana, nawe umngojee kwa saburi." Amen. Amen. So church, kwa hivyo kanisa I'm just here to encourage us. Niko tu hapa kutuhimiza. Be that sheep. Kuwa yule kondoo. Because your shepherd. Kwa sababu mchungaji wako has given you every opportunity. Amekupa kila fursa. Has cared for you. Amekulinda. Has provided. Amepeana kwa ajili yako. And has put you in every conducive environment. Na amekuweka katika mazingira yanayofaa for you to multiply. Ili kwanza kwamba ukaongezeke. It is not the shepherd that multiplies. Sio mchungaji ambaye huongezeka. But the the sheep. Lakini ni kondoo. For this place to be full 
It is us, the sheep. And for that, I don't count the pastors to be the shepherds. All the pastors are included. In making sure that they be ambassadors of Christ out there. To make sure that each and every soul is drawn to Christ. And I know when you draw souls out there, as much as you will tell them to go to any nearest church where the word is being taught, many will follow you to where you are going. Thank you for joining us for this podcast. We are the UCM International Ministries. We are glad that you are able to join us. God bless you. And if you'd like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, please pray this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I come to you this day. I am a sinner and I need your forgiveness. Make me clean, Lord God, and write my name in the book of life. For the glory and honor of your kingdom, in Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We are happy to have you. May you be blessed.